0: Hi everyone. My name's Hannah. And I'm Abby, And we are The The Homegirl Hustlers. Hustlers. We are here to be your guides on how to adjust your mindset, lifestyle, and habits to become the best version of yourself and pursue your passion without limits. Welcome back Homegirl Hustlers to another episode. As always, we're so happy to have you guys back with us. So we want to talk all about tips for better work-life balance. In the post-COVID world we live in, it's become easier and easier to let slip into the trap where we begin letting work and home boundaries start to blend. Even though we may try our hardest to separate the two, they seem to keep overlapping each other. And how do we go about fixing it? How do we set boundaries that allow us to have time with our loved ones and our passions while still excelling in our career? Tune into this episode to hear us talk about all the tips of how to set and maintain these healthy boundaries. So I don't know if you guys remember, but early, early on in the podcast, we talked about setting boundaries and achieving this work-life balance and different things like that. So we kind of talked about this early, early on, but not in as much depth as we're going to today. That was a very popular episode because it's a common question we get, right? We want to excel in our career, and we think that's just working, 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 working. But at the same time, we also need things like time with our loved ones, prioritizing our mental and physical health, really truly going after our passions and our hobbies. Those things are all important and they actually lead to an overall increase in our creativity, productivity, have a better sense of self, they lead to less stress, lower risk of burnout. So they actually help us grow more in our career, but sometimes it's hard to think that way because we're so focused on working, 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 and we don't ever set those boundaries that we need to. So we're going to go over some different like things that we want to talk about regarding this topic, but that is such like an important and a priority in our lives that we have to focus on, especially with a lot of us working from home now and having those boundaries kind of convulge a little bit, that we wanted to do an episode on it.
1: Absolutely. Work-life balance is super important. And it is something that is just crucial to always being the best version of yourself, because a lot of the times we end up doing a bunch of things that really don't feed us and our true self, and then we don't balance it with the things that do. So when we talk about this topic, one of the things that we want to start with is giving yourself grace. So in regards to work-life balance, there's no perfect boundaries, right? Everybody's different, And everyone has different boundaries for themselves. So I'll give an example of this. For me, I would like by a lot of people's standards, I would look like a workaholic. (laughs) I don't promote it a lot because I don't want to promote overworking. But I know that I have a ceiling that's higher than a lot of people. And like I always was someone who worked A lot. No, I wouldn't even say work hard. I would say like worked on a lot of things at once and excelled at them to the point where it looked like I was like doing a lot. But to me, it was normal. So when it comes to having your boundaries, some people also, they like to work on one thing at a time and they like to focus and not spread themselves too thin or have their head on a swivel. So everyone's different. Their boundaries are different. First thing is give yourself grace, but really like give yourself grace if you're comparing yourself to someone else, in my opinion. If for me, I wouldn't even say like, yeah, give yourself grace because you have to accept that you have your own standards of boundaries. You have your own definition of work-life balance. If you can't figure something out that day, don't give up. Just start up the next day. That's where that balance part comes in, because we work hard, we work super hard, and then we hold ourselves to these standards that make us seem like we should be working harder or we should be more productive. At the end of the day, give yourself grace, set your own boundaries, set your own standards and realize that you're not everybody else. Everyone else is not you. I would say a lot of the times we look at this from the spectrum of like, oh my gosh, these people are working harder than me and I'm not doing enough. But also sometimes it could be the other way around where you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm working too hard. I'm stressing myself out. I'm overwhelmed. I'm burning out. I will also say give yourself grace with that because sometimes it's like, do you if you truly enjoy what you're doing, then just like chill out. It's going to be fine. (laughs) If society is the one feeding in your head that you are. Overworking and doing too much, but you don't feel that way, then also give yourself grace to that standard as well. Because a lot of the times, on the other side of things, you have people like family, friends telling you, like, oh, you're doing too much. And it's like, no, I'm really not. So be graceful to yourself from both sides of that story.
0: I love that. I think another thing with that too is like, even though you may have the boundaries in your head of what you want to set, it's going to take Time to be able to clearly set those boundaries because there's going to be times where it's going to get hazy. That line is going to be clear sometimes, and sometimes that line is going to be hazy, and sometimes you are going to struggle with that boundary. Like for example, if you think that there's someone who needs an answer for you right now from work, an important like time sensitive project, but you're with family then like, what do you do? You set the priority as being with your family, but if you don't respond to that work text that might be time sensitive, then that other person who may be actually on the clock working can't do their job without getting that response from you. So I think there's like some things when it comes to giving yourself grace of there's going to be some times where that boundary is going to be clear. Okay. I'm not responding to anything. If anyone texts me or emails me, this is my time with my family. I'm not responding. But then there's other times where it gets a little bit hazy and it's okay to give yourself grace, even if you fail to set that boundary one time, but then you succeed the other four times, that's still okay. And like it's going to be okay because we're all human. And I think too, like the situations are definitely varying in this aspect. So like, yes, you want to try your best to set your boundaries, to be able to stick to it. But also if you fail, which we all mess up in the different aspects of that, it's also okay to accept that and then restart the next morning. Like it's definitely okay to do that. And giving yourself grace is important because you don't just want to say, oh shoot, like I really want to set this boundary. And I didn't. And I'm so mad at myself. Like, what's the point? I might as well just not focus on setting boundaries anymore. I can't even do it. Like, you don't want to get yourself into that mindset. You want to be able to say, okay, yes, I didn't do it as well as I wanted to today. But tomorrow, I'm going to be better at it. And just keep working because I think it's just like a work in progress. If you haven't had any experience with setting boundaries before.
1: Definitely. Definitely.
0: Another thing we wanted to talk about, too, when it comes to giving yourself grace, when it comes to the boundaries and everything like that, The next thing is like setting daily priorities. So weekdays and weekends, you want to include work and life and don't apologize for them. So for example, when it comes to the weekday, you might have a recital for your niece or your daughter or your son, or you might have something important that you have to do for family. Then you also have work priorities with that as well. So you want to set your daily priorities and even your weekend priorities because A lot of us will still take work calls and emails and different things on the weekends. And you know what? If that's your boundary and you're okay with working on the weekend to get a little bit ahead for the week in advance, like all the power to you. That's your choice. But when it comes to it, you have to set your priorities. So for example, again, if I have this recital for my niece that I need to make, I'm going to make it, I'm going to be there. I can't just say yes to extra projects that day. I have to be very clear on my boundary and be very clear on what I'm going to set. So I need to say, you know what? I actually have this recital today so I can get work done until three. But then after that, I have to go make it to this. It's important to me and I'll get to it tomorrow. And that's a simple, clear way to set that boundary instead of saying, yes, 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 I'll take on all these things and then be working and not be able to make it to the things that are important to you for your family. And that's all because you set those priorities. It's also really important to make sure you plan ahead and give necessary parties heads up on your priorities so you don't inconvenience anyone else. It's one thing to say, hey guys, I let you know about this recital, you know, a week ago when I found out that I was going, I have this, you know, and I've already told everyone, so this is my priority. It's another thing though if you have a busy day at work and everyone's scrambling because we're all working on a time-sensitive project. And then you decide to let everyone know, hey, by the way, I have to go early. I have to go to this when they didn't expect that. So that's a really big deal as well.
1: Yeah, I think with priorities, it is interesting how you should let people know, like, hey, this isn't a priority to me. It might, sometimes I think that setting priorities, it's like a huge part of your own boundaries, but also it's difficult for people to do. Because, again, it's like setting boundaries. It's hard for you to do because you're scared of hurting people's feelings and you're scared of not being able to show up in certain spaces or seeming like you're not present. But the sooner you can set your priorities to it, the better your boundaries are going to be, the stronger your boundaries are going to be because you know what's important for you and what you want to get out of your work-life balance, out of your life, out of your hours of the day.
0: A hundred percent. And when you let other people know too in advance, especially if they are working with you or working on a project with you or have something going on, then you're able to know that you – almost gives yourself to that like – validation of, hey, you've done everything that you can to let people know about your boundaries and your priorities. And you've done your part. Like that's all you can control. You've done the uncontrollables. And now you get to kind of have that piece of enjoying the moment and not feeling bad of, oh, I waited till the last minute or I inconvenienced someone. No, you were clear and you were clear in advance. And that's something that's really big. A lot of people I think too, like Just take things as is sometimes and don't take the time to think about, oh, maybe I need to let this person know because that person's going to need something from me or maybe I need to, you know, include this party in this. And it's just kind of going above and beyond just to make sure that you are doing what you can to set those boundaries and set those boundaries as early as you know about them.
1: Absolutely. Another thing when it comes to... Work-life balance. When your plate gets full, a lot of the time us hustlers like to just keep on pushing, but it is okay to delegate. It's okay to say no. We love a good work ethic, but at some point work can get overwhelming and you can have too much on your plate. It becomes obvious that something has to go or that things need to move around, but sometimes we don't make an actionable step out of those signals. I think that Delegating is huge. I mean, if you look at just like the concept of community, the concept of building your network, those things, they allow you to grow. And a lot of times we don't realize that you delegating, you bring other people into your circle, you Giving your work away, it's growing you at the same time. And a lot of the time, people miss that. Like, it goes right over their heads. And then they stay as freelancers their whole life because they never actually delegated tasks. They never scaled. They never said no to the things that weren't for them. They just kept going and going and going until they became their only sense of reliability. A lot of the times, those things, we tend to, like expand our boundaries and be like, you know what? I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. But collaborating and delegating is okay. And you can make the most of it by also just conceptualizing the fact that you're helping other people by expanding your horizons. And you're also helping people learn different things that maybe they want to excel at when you're giving them those tasks. You don't have to look at something negative, like, oh, I'm just giving my work away or I'm forcing someone else to do it because sometimes those people are just waiting for those opportunities as well while you're dragging those opportunities behind you.
0: Yes. And something with that, too, when it comes to it is like me, I personally am someone who's like, oh, I can go, you know, above and beyond and just do it myself and just do, 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 do. But like Abby said, too eventually then that just means you're a freelancer. And when it comes to building on a team, even in your career, even if you don't have a business, even if you're not a freelancer, even if you just have a team, ultimately what goes further is when you go together. So when you're able to rely on others, when you're able to trust, when you're able to delegate, when you're able to lead, when you're able to collaborate, that's going to go further than you going on your own. And so sometimes it's like you have to look at the situation and say, oh wow, like it honestly is just better for everyone if I delegate this or if I include my team on this and work with more people on this project than just myself. And so sometimes it's like you have to take a step back and look at that as it is what it is. And that might be hard for you to do because Delegating is hard. It's hard if it's your project or your baby, even specifically in work, you know, it's hard to be like, okay, someone else can help with this project or someone else can take this role. And sometimes it's hard to be able to delegate and to do with other people, but it's necessary when it comes to different projects in your life because some things are just bigger than you and you have to realize the team mentality instead of just you going on it at your own. Exactly. Another thing... That we want to talk about is setting your schedule. So setting your schedule at this point might seem a little basic and it might change at times, but setting your schedule is important. So something I wanted to give an example of is when some of our team was at the Women in Business Summit earlier this year, one of the speakers was talking about how she has on her schedule time blocked off until 9 a.m., and every single day. And so no one can set meetings at that time. No one can do whatever they want to do at that time. Like no one can get onto her schedule at that time. And she's like, that time is for me. That's for my mental health. That's for my physical health. Like that is my me time before I go into the day. And she's like, a lot of people have different opinions on that because a lot of people think, oh, you know, she's just, you know, coming into the office late. Some people will get there at seven. Some people get there at 630. And she's like one of the big bosses and she's rolling in at nine. And she's like, you have to kind of let go of that opinion of other people and like understand that some people may not understand what you prioritizing your mental and physical health looks like. But I even personally related to this because there are some times where I'm like, I have a workout and this workout is scheduled even at like six to 7 p.m. But with Abby and I and our type of business, I'll have clients call me at that time. I'll have meetings pop up. I'll have different things come up. And I have to be like, no, sorry. Like, this is my time that I set aside for myself, even if it's after or before business hours. So like setting your schedule is so important. And including that time is also important. So again, it may seem basic. But when you have a set schedule and when you're in control and kind of organized and include your family priorities in that, include your physical and mental health as a priority in that, it's also just makes it seem very conscientious of your boundaries because no one then can kind of get on that calendar if you already have it blocked off or something. So instead of saying, yeah, I have this like family party, it's my grandparents' 80th birthday party or something like that, that you have to go to. If you already had that blocked off in your schedule when you knew about it, boom, done. No one can get on it. It's set. It's moved on. Instead of, again, not really having a schedule and not prioritizing things, because then it gets tricky with your communication of other people. If they need things, if you want to do something, it can get a little messy. Something that makes that easier is just setting your schedule.
1: Yeah, for sure. This one's hard for me. Definitely. I have no schedule. <laughs> like if people know they could call me as early as like five thirty a.m. as late as 12 and I'm just like guys I might not answer. If I don't I will call you back as soon as possible. <laughs> That's something I aspire to get better at because those things it's like Things come up, things come and go, and you do have to make sure that if you have to have a routine, if you have to have things in place for you to be able to get through the day or for you to feel good at the end of the day, like, make sure that those things are in place. I think the biggest thing for me, my only boundary with scheduling is when I'm eating, I will not answer the phone. Boom. (laughs) Boundary.
0: (laughs) Boundary. She needs to eat. No one will interrupt her eating time. (laughs) Exactly.
1: That's about it.
0: (laughs) That's about it.
1: Great. Sadly, I mean, look, such a great example. I'm trying to live by example. I'm letting you guys know I'm being vulnerable. I'm trying to do better. I am. I promise. That is one thing that's hard for me. Better. I mean, when I had a nine to five, it was very easy to have a very like strict schedule. But now I'm telling you, like, I know I'm going to wake up super early. Everybody knows that I wake up early. So they'll call me like between 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. I have usually on average, I'll say at least three people call me every morning because they know I'm up. So, I have no boundary there. <laughs> because
0: they know I'm up. <laughs> and then. And you just answer no matter what. You just are like, hey.
1: Yes, because those are like my quiet hours, but those are also. Those like- are your
0: quiet hours, and you're just. <laughs>
1: But those are people that, like, my manager or like Farah, like, people that know they are allowed to call me at those hours.
0: Oh, okay. People that know they are allowed to call you. We're really digging into Abby's life here. I'm enjoying this. During the day,
1: I'm working. Right now, I'm working. I'm not answering anybody's phone call.
0: (laughs) So they know that's the only time. And podcasting and meetings. Eating, podcasting, and meetings. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. We got on Abby's schedule.
1: Yeah. I mean, I might make a digital shared schedule with everyone. I think that would be my only hope because I have no consistency in my life. (laughs) (laughs) So another thing is prioritizing your physical and mental health. So... Again, this kind of overlaps with us talking about setting these boundaries, but when it comes to your physical and mental health, you, my uncle always told me, if Abby doesn't exist, then none of this exists. If you don't exist, if your physical health is down when you're sick, that is like, you have to take a halt everything. So why not prioritize it a little bit every day so that you don't have to die and burn before you realize, hey, guys, I'm not okay. That's the harsh <laughs> wow, that way i putting it. I know. Great it sounds advice. great, but like I'm trying to scare you guys to prioritize your physical and mental health. I'm not kidding. Hannah, you know what I found out? Tell me what you found out. Okay. I have had to spend like $10,000 on my teeth the past two years. And you guess have. what?
0: You have guess what? Wait, it was no, all guys, based on... she's right. She is every there's always something with her. Like tooth. I've cracked a, a
1: tooth. It's never a cavity, by the way. It's always like a, this tooth crack. This other no, tooth Abby crack. doesn't brush
0: her teeth, so that's why she has issues. No,
1: so that's the thing. It wasn't from cavities. <laughs> that's what like really messed me up. It wasn't from cavities. And I was like, why are my teeth having all these problems? Why do they keep cracking? Because I was grinding my teeth from stress. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? What? (laughs) And so everything was just, like, breaking. And I'm just like, I brush my teeth, like, three times a day. All this. But my mental health was not there. I was like,
0: I promise you, I'm brushing my teeth all the time.
1: I was spending hundreds on spa appointments, getting massages, (laughs) like... I quit my corporate job, and none of these things (laughs) happen anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Saying quit your corporate job, I'm just saying that was a very that was a source of I'm not saying that's the answer, do not quit uh, your job, do not quit your job. But I'm saying that was the source of a lot of my mental health problems. I wasn't getting a lot of anxiety from that, and so I had to really and I never prioritized, like, I didn't go to the gym because I didn't have time, you know, I didn't eat three meals a day, I didn't have time. I didn't have time. I didn't have time. I didn't have time. But then it's like, okay, how much time does it take for me to make $10,000 to fix my teeth? I had mm. time. Okay. I had time. Mm. I had to put things in perspective real quick. Exactly. So do those things for yourself and make them a part of your everyday. Make them a part of your schedule. Because when you don't, you don't realize that you hurting yourself is hurting all of those things around you is also, not just hurting those, but like you have to look at the opportunity cost. So like I said, I paid $10,000 in teeth bills, but how long did it take me to make $10,000? We don't think about that kind of stuff, but it's like you hurting yourself is hurting everything that you stand on or everything that stands on your shoulders.
0: Wow. Guys, I don't know about you, but this teeth story has really put things into perspective I for hope me. so. I hope so. (laughs) But everyone says it's like all the doctors that you go to. I mean, even when it comes to being overweight and people – okay, in America, guys, a big problem with literally 90% of people I know is they get out of college. They start their career. And then they just work, work, work. And they eat whatever's around them. And they don't have a consistent workout routine. And they don't cook healthy food for themselves and have like a good healthy lifestyle. And then they gain all this weight. And then they're just depressed. And then I'm telling you like they need all these like doctor visits and they have all these problems. And they end up spending so much money. We've heard this in school. I know I'm not the only one that's heard this, but I've seen it too as like a trainer where I've seen so many people like decide that they're not going to prioritize their health because they have to work so much. And then they end up spending time in doctor's offices. They end up spending time in surgery. They end up spending money in surgery and with doctor's appointments and doing all these things because their health has suffered so much. And all that time that they spent overworking that could have been spent on their health as well could have all been bought back and then some compared to the amount of money and time they're spending with their health issues. I mean, you you see it all the time. Like, people develop diabetes. Like, I'm not talking about type 1. I'm talking about type 2. Like, you develop it. You'll develop diabetes. You'll need knee replacements, hip replacements, joint replacements because you get overweight and, like, your body can't handle it for a certain period of time or you just end up not being happy with yourself and you want a Brazilian butt lift or liposuction or whatever it is. Okay, because wait, you're just,
1: wait, 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 wait. You may
0: not be <laughs> – no, hold on. That might not may be not a mental ha- health problem. <laughs> <laughs> you may be- not be – let me finish. You may not be happy with how your body looks, and yes, there can be other issues with that, but also if you took the time to put the effort into your body if you wanted – A skinnier waist, if you wanted a more toned body, if you wanted a bigger butt, if you wanted all those things, instead of just prioritizing your fitness and getting there and you just want to, again, not prioritize that, you're ending up paying the money and sacrificing the time to get it anyway. And so it's just like if you would almost see like the time and the money comparatively, it's like we just want these quick fixes and we don't want to take the time and put the effort in. So we're just going to pay all the money and take all the time in surgery and put our body through whatever to get it anyway.
1: That's an interesting analogy.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, if but, you look at it, though, sometimes- the amount of money and time is actually crazy. On our health system, if you look at America's health system, too, it's actually crazy. And you look at how how many Americans are obese compared to, like, other countries and stuff like that, too. Like, we just don't make it a priority. We just don't.
1: Yeah, we really don't. America's funny like that, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> America's funny. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So prioritize your physical and mental
0: health. I was like, at the end of the day, that's what you need to be doing. But honestly, too, one thing that I wanted to make a note about this point, too, is like, don't apologize for it. I feel like a lot of people who do feel bad about it, I being one of them, like last year, I would feel so bad if like I would be taking a night spin class And not answering a client's phone call at like 7 p.m., I would feel so guilty when in reality, that's my time. Like that's my like if it's 6 to 7 p.m. and I'm doing a spin class, like that's my time. I have every right to have my phone on do not disturb, focusing on my physical and mental health, and then I can get to them later. And I think too, like I felt a lot of guilt with that. And with COVID, everyone working from home and their schedules changing. A lot of people, I think, feel the same. They're in the same boat where you feel guilty. like You feel guilty about taking time for yourself. You feel guilty about prioritizing your physical and mental health. When there's no reason to, you have to understand that prioritizing your physical and mental health is going to lead to increased productivity. It's going to lead to creativity. It's going to lead to you performing better, being a better person, having a better sense of self. That's only going to uplift you compared to feeling guilty about those things and not doing those things, which is actually over time going to tear you down. So I just want to make a point because I know I'm not the only one who has felt guilty about making that a priority in the past or feeling the need to explain that when you don't have to.
1: That's so true. I think that's the biggest point because when you look at that balance, like people don't realize, like you said, you lose a little bit of edge in work when you're not giving time to that part of life And a lot of people, they fail to realize that. So figure that out because we don't want you, we don't want you to be the, no, I I seriously. So
0: figure that out. (laughs) No,
1: seriously, I have friends who, like, yes, you need time to like distress after work sometimes, like just like decompress, but like, or I'm, I'm not going to say I have friends, okay? I'm going to say I was the friend who would go drink a wine glass after work, watch Netflix. And it's like, what is wrong with us? Why is this what we do?
0: <laughs> I still do that from time to time. And let me tell you, I enjoyed my 30 minutes to an hour of like downtime. That's, I, I mean, no, I that see that. No, that was like
1: it. That was the end of my night. Like I finished work at <laughs> six and that was it. Just, like, wine, Netflix, dinner, go to sleep. No working out, nothing. The
0: same routine exactly. over and over and over because, again, because, like, too. you're
1: not even thinking about yourself anymore. You're thinking about work, 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 work. Yeah, and, and then like- it's
0: almost, Abby, in that point, it's almost, like, a distraction. Like, you're not actually focused on the important things. You're just kind of, like, you're so overwhelmed you're so done from your day that you're just kind of, like... Here we go again. I'm just going to drink my wine, watch my Netflix. And that can almost lead to like not depression or maybe depression. Yeah, because you you lose
1: purpose in your day to day, like your actual the life part of the work life balance.
0: Yeah. Ooh. So we're not saying not to like drink wine and watch Netflix once in a while, but if you are one of those people who has that routine where it's the same thing every day and you feel like you're losing the life sense of that, where you're not following passions or hobbies or prioritizing your physical and mental health, like when it comes to even like continued learning, are you reading books? Are you like growing in your interest of something? Are you working on a hobby? Those things. Although they may seem like normal for a lot of us, if you actually look at your life, are you doing that? Like I watch my friends and when they're like competing in a race or when they're learning a new hobby or cooking a new recipe, I'll be like so happy for them because I'm like, wow, you're like growing as a human compared to just like not. (laughs) So there's that. For sure. Well, I think that wraps us up, homegirl hustlers for the episode today. I hope you feel like you're able to get some points out of this When it comes to this topic, especially with the holidays coming around, I know everyone is, you know, working like crazy around the holidays, but also wanting to spend time with family. So this is a good topic for this time of year. But when it comes to this, we just want to remind you guys to give yourself grace. There's no perfect boundaries. And even if you don't hit your boundary setting one day, that doesn't mean you give up. You start again the next day and you keep working at it. You need to set daily priorities, weekdays, weekends, family, career, work, hobbies, like set the priorities It's okay to delegate. It's okay to say no. Remember to set your schedule. Even if it may change, you still want to set your schedule and let people know about it to not inconvenience them. And then also prioritize your physical and mental health. So those are our overall kind of summarizing points for today. We hope that you guys were able to, again, get something out of this and get ready for the holiday season and closing out 2022, heading into 2023 soon. It's crazy. Let's go. Let's go. That's
1: our Jordan year,
0: okay? See you oh guys next Wednesday. Thanks on Girl Hustlers. See you guys next episode.